Hi, I'm Chloe Levine from the movie Antarctica, and you're listening to Thinking Outside of the Long Box. Motherfucker, it's still Halloween, and it's Thinking Outside the Long Box. The best goddamn Batman movie since The Dark Knight Returns. I said it again. You're wrong. again. I like them different than what they were. Oh, that's not. That's a cop out. It's not. It's the truth. One's an animated film and one is a in a, a live I, action. That is so, it. I can compose one or the other to be which movie's better than the other but, movie. But it, I, I think that in an animation, you're you you as the directors and the writers and the people making the film have more leeway to do things that you can get away with. Rather, like I said, than I think in it's, a live action. I think film. it's both. Like. I think things like romance and things are harder on the animation side. Like, I think it just depends on what you're doing. Because it's the same thing when, like, people talk to me about like, drawing on a tablet. Like, for some reason, people are, like, have a theory about all this. Like, I've been drawing a lot on a tablet. And, like, for some reason that, like, some people are like, that's not really drawing. And I'm like, yeah, well, fucking it isn't. <laughs> like, some of it's actually harder than drawing on paper. Some of it's fucking way easier. Like, making a perfect circle is way easier on the right. tablet because it does it for you. Like, but like hatching and cross hatching and shading is way fucking easier on paper than it is on the tablet. So it's like, <laughs> it's just two different things. But in the end, like, they can produce the same image. So it's just like, I can still, or very close to it, I can still grade them, like, against each other. At least I think I can. Like, like I was more, their characters did things that had me believing in them more as, like, actors. In animation form than I did in real life, just because in re- in real life to me like they just in that Batman movie, the latest one, they just made weird decisions at every step of the turn. It's like like why is he skulking around in black makeup for five hours on the floor? Like nobody would do that just because it hurts your eyes. Like <laughs> and it doesn't actually give this like weird brooding image of Batman. Like watching this movie where like it pans him and he's like in his house in like soaked pajamas like but he's like still like you can tell he's still beating himself up about the fact that he just fucked something up I understood that coming way more from like in my soaked pajamas Bruce than I did from like brooding black makeup goth Bruce like (laughs) and I think that's so weird because you I think it's more compelling real than it is had they done it left like Batman makeup on him in the cartoon, I feel like it's less, it's not striking at all in the cartoon. So it wouldn't even have like hurt it that much. But like, I just feel like they just way did it, diff- like overdid it. So the Batman has an 87% audience score. Yeah. So it was two points lower than the part one. It's actually higher than part two. Um, no, but the critic score on. The critic score on The Batman is an 85, so it's still not awful. It is 15% lower, but it, 100%. I mean, a, a critic's an 85 for a, for a Batman film is probably pretty fucking high, no matter what kind of Batman film I it bet, is. I bet if you go back to the three Nolan films, I bet you they're... But I mean, in, in general, I feel like if I look at a, the 1960s Batman or if I look at some of these other Batmans, they're probably not Look at them real quick. I'd, shock. I'd be shocked. The third and fourth one, I would totally agree with you on because those are terrible. Of the no, of what are we talking about? Of the like original Batman movies, but I wouldn't be surprised if the first and second Batman have very high ratings. And then I think all three Nolan films probably have very high ratings. I I think that they do. So what while I, while I'm looking at this, what I was going to say is that 
and I could be wrong, and I think that it flip-flops depending on the actor. But I think that sometimes emoting through animation can come across easier because you as the person who's creating said item can control every aspect of what's happening. And so in as much as I could be like, Doyle, I need you to act this way in this scene, I don't get to control how your face looks. I don't get to control how you say things. No, but one person does, which is weird that I think, I think that you're seeing such like good versions of it that I think that you're, and this is what I think, I'm not sure. I think that you're drawing the opposite conclusion of what's real. Because I think when like, someone has to take your audio and then visually record something that's different and they have to have those two things play out like seamlessly. I bet that's actually like quite a bit harder than getting someone say like Jack Nicholson to just fully portray every aspect of the Joker. Cause I'm not changing any part of that. Like it's coming across as either good or bad based on what Jack did there. Like this Batman has like a voice guy. It has, you know, like, a lighting guy it has an animation guy like all well, these different a lot of things. the time the animation guy does control all of that stuff except for the voice obviously no but i mean like when you look at how things are built on a computer like you you could light it so vastly different where like it'll take away from the scene of course yeah it's all animation so it's like all that stuff has to be like in harmony to get a good character actor i don't disagree with you and i've seen a lot of bad ones too like i i agree i'm just saying that when you have full control over a character aside from his voice, I think sometimes, yeah. not the work itself, because I feel like that's a lot of fucking work to do all of these things, oh, yeah, sure. but I feel like you can capture that emotion better than sometimes when you can cap what you can capture in a movie, because you don't get to control that. You say, hey, actor, do this. Say it this way. Do it that way. I just feel like you don't it would always be, get it. I just feel like it would be easier like on set... So like if we're in a movie and we're talking to each other, I feel like that's easier to direct than it is like you in a booth, me on a booth on Thursday, combining those two elements, making our voices like match up seamlessly. And then like I feel like that's actually like way harder to get. I'm right. not saying it's not harder to do. I'm just saying that the end product a lot of the times sometimes an anime a lot of the time sometimes animation can come across much feeling much deeper because you do have that full control i'm not oh, saying it's yeah. easier i'm just saying that i i think that that's something that can come across a lot better in animation than on film sometimes um yeah, some, at least sometimes it comes across way better than the batman batman 89 got a 73% audience score or i mean uh, critic score so that's the very first Batman. Oh yeah, I was uh, thinking about that. And an 84% audience score. So what's the next one? I wasn't thinking about the like hokey. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think in all the Batman universe, 85 is probably a really good critic score. <laughs> oh no, it is. <laughs> I'm not I'm not it's picking and choosing just the Nolan ones versus everything else. I'm saying in general, the Batman has really good ratings across the board. It's a good score. I just can't figure it out. Like, I'm still waiting for someone to, like, contextually break down how the Batman accomplished anything that it was trying to do. <laughs> uh, 87% of people think it did. No, 87% of people think it's good. That's <laughs> that. But something being good just because something's popular, which, like, to me, like, anything Marvel, anything that's the highest end of DC, like Batman. I feel like those characters are just getting like unreal push-ups, like because like if they don't, don't come across with that. anything converse- controversial, 
Like then it's just the the, the boss. I don't think you get that with the Batman because Selena Kyle was very controversial because she was a person of color, and Batman has faltered a lot since the I, Dark Knight trilogy. I saw a there was a bit. lot of controversy going into this movie. No, I didn't see the kind of controversy that I see a lot on the YouTube and stuff like that. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, talking to real people, a lot of people were like, "Fuck Robert Pattinson." I'm not watching a Batman movie with him in no, it. No, yeah, you did and see that. I can't believe that Selena Kyle's colored. Like those are things that were prominent and I just don't they think just you get that they bump in a Batman series. They just didn't last until the, when the movie came out. It was like the thing that I saw. I'm like When they first announced him, I saw like that too and then like three months later, it just seemed like everyone stopped giving a shit. And it was just like, it's just Batman. <laughs> and then the Selena Kyle thing, I only ever saw like very little hate to begin with. That, to be honest with you. I can't even think of like a full YouTube video I saw like addressing <laughs> that. Whereas like I can literally show probably hundreds of Ned Fulmer videos right now. Like, I'm saying, like, that's the difference is, like, you see that on some of these TV shows. Like, Batgirl, like, you saw, like, that level of, like, hatred. So it's like, yeah, that's fucked. But if you don't have that, then everybody's... Then the real world is going to see Batman. Again, I'm not talking about the nerdcore that, like, I can't believe it's him or I can't believe she's not... Like, 99.9% of everyone else who doesn't have an opinion based on like what color Selena Kyle is <laughs> just here Batman that is like one of the most iconic I just in I just, American history I just disagree with you I disagree with you because I mean of, it's just statistically not disagreeable with I like, disagree you with you because of where Batman is uh, I'm not talking about kids kids are easy No but I'm, I'm saying talking like, about like if I was to go up to my random my brother or my one of my random coworkers and be like oh the new Batman movie came out yeah but the Dark Knight trilogy man that's where it was like you don't get that automatic bump you get the everything is fucking no, everything we were, is rated based off of the three movies that came out a we long were time so ago we were like 10 years apart. There were people going to see this Batman movie that are fully conscious human beings that don't even remember the other ones. So it's like, I don't think that that's true. Had it happened like a year after, I could see what you're it's saying. It's definitely, I mean, it's true for my, I, again, I can't, you're, you're trying to speak for a whole giant amount of Which people. Which is the people who. All I'm speaking yeah. for is the people in my world. Okay. And, I'm just, and those are the things that, I, that come across to me when I start talk, talking about, like, the She-Hulk thing. It's just, it, because it's She-Hulk and it looks goofy, most people are like, I'm not fucking watching that. It was the yeah, same thing be. with this Batman for me. It was, it's Robert Pattinson, that fucking vampire dude, and it's never no, going that, to be the, the trilogy. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess. I saw the Robert Pattinson thing. I didn't see much about the trilogy. But then I also just saying, like, as soon as it came out, I just heard everybody say it's amazing. It's I, I did hear that once it came out. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, literally once that hit, it was like I never heard a negative thing about it. And I'm literally just trying to figure out to this point, to this day, from any human being that is yet to happen, at what point did that movie say I'm telling this story and then tell it in a good way? And like I don't think it did. Like, <laughs> and so the if you're right, then I have no idea how it has even as high a score as it does because it's not a good movie. Like at no point does he come across as like learning to be Batman. At no point does he come across as being scary. At no point does he come across as being like trying to like terrify criminals into like submission. At no point are the bad guys compelling. Like <laughs> he's not a detective anywhere in the film. The love story is super not deep whatsoever <laughs> see i think that's like, why i think that's why sometimes like for me for me one the argument of what's good or not 
I've had for on this same podcast for ten years. Um, because it's, that's a relative term. You can't. Yeah, but you the, do flop on it sometimes when you when you don't or you don't think something's as good. Like when it's something just being good is yes. Like we could take the base definition, like you say, of like is it just money or people say they like it? No, but I see that's never been my argument. That's what other people have told me. My argument is I'm pretty sure. What, no, what I've always said is that w- w- if it makes a shit ton of money. Most of the those people probably think it's good, but it's very successful. It's going to get another. Oh, yeah. It's going to get another movie more than likely. Oh, yeah, that's that doesn't mean it's good. It just means that it's a very successful movie. For me, my opinion on what is good is going to be different than the next person's. Goodness is a relative term. Matt Renwick started this whole argument of goodness yeah, yeah, is, is something that you could put into this is what's good and for everybody. See, I. I think that he's for everybody. You could never do that. I don't, and I think he takes it to an extent that's too far. And I love Matt. This is not a slam yeah, at Matt. I love Matt. Matt. I like Matt Redwick. He's a good guy. Yeah, there's nothing against him. But it's just going like, I think that you can compartmentalize things historically based on longevity and success of other things that way. Like I think you can look at like what makes a movie that's still a good movie fifty years from now. What what elements hold those films together? And I think when you look at things like the Batman, like they don't have them. Like sure, but that's like where I'm basing it because I'm not even basing it on like whether I liked it or dislike it. There's been plenty of movies I've given high ratings that I personally didn't right. like, but I know for a fact like these type of things are what makes movies good to people, and I just didn't enjoy it. Um, I think my point is if in 50 years people are still like, yeah, the Batman was good, but it wasn't obviously as good as the trilogies. If that's what their opinion is, then oh, would you would you say? Oh shit! Then it was a good movie because it stood up to fifty years of time. That's my point. You again. That's why I'm saying goodness is a relative term. No, I would that for, you're never going to be able to pinpoint. I wouldn't. No matter for what, me, but it's already fallen off. So like, what I knew was going to happen with it would already happen with it. Like, there's no growing excitement for the next Batman movie. Like when the dark when Batman. I'm Begins not really growingly out. excited for any kind of pr- sequel. No, that's not true. As, as soon as they announced that Hulk was coming out, until it came out. There was hype Hulk? online. Is that what you She-Hulk, said? Sorry. She-Hulk. Okay, I did, just didn't hear From what you announcement said. to release, there was hype online. Sure. From Batman Begins, I remember. As soon as that movie ended, everybody was like, where the fuck's the next Batman movie? And it was hyped until it came out. This Batman movie ended, and everybody was like, this is the best. Sure. And everybody's like, I could care less if it happened so, again. So what happens if the second bat, if it gets a sequel, and there's a shit ton of hype, and everybody loves it again? No, that's fine. It, it's regardless of that. I'm just saying, like, it's already fallen off people's give a shit meter of like, well, yeah, it's over. Caring. I don't give a fuck about the trilogy move, the the Nolan, the Dark Knight. Yeah, movies. but I'd say most people disagree with you there. I'm not saying I'm not yeah. saying they're bad. I'm saying that I just don't give a fuck about them right now because I've moved on with my life. Yeah, but there's also it's not growing as well. Like it's over. Like I think like there there's not going to be a level of it's like saying like I don't have any more hype for new Star Trek. Or new Star Wars movies in the original universe. Well, it's not happening anymore. So, like, there's. But no what if it? What hype. if it? But I'm saying that's what I'm saying. What if it does, and the hype is there, no, no, and it's, it's still not, rated again? It's not that. I mean, there is definitely going to be one, and I hear no buzz about it. I have no at idea at all. No, it's just they already said it's happening. I, I don't disagree with you. But I'm like, just saying I don't know. I'm just saying nowhere on the internet is like in my because I get news feed blasts about basically anything comic book related. Sure. Nowhere is it like this is happening on the new Batman movie for months and months and months. But that, but it, well, and I get that I, shit from movies coming out in like 2025. I think what I'm saying is irrelevant to that to that point. What I'm saying is, 
who cares? I don't give a fuck if it's fallen off right at this point for the next year. What happens when it comes out? Yeah, you like to make like contrary arguments. I'm nothing to do with what I'm saying. I'm saying this movie was so not good that people already don't care about it. But what? But but again, mo- the people so, who have said that it was good, everyone. Uh, okay, but I haven't talked about it mostly because we haven't really talked about it yeah. again, and so it, it just falls off for me like anything else. That's my point. But I'm just like for listing me, all I of the times it didn't do that in nerd culture and saying it has with this. So at least just based on statistics, what, what you before, see, sure, it's not following the same pattern of people giving a shit about it. I think they just thought it was goes Batman because when Avengers came out and then we were going into Endgame, which is the next movie, that shit was hyped. Well, I mean, that's, I can't remember. A time I feel like, like that's different because those are two parts of one movie. You know what this, I mean? But I mean, like this. I, again, at first I used the Batman Begins to Dark Knight. It was that same way. Like when that movie came out, it was like, "Where's the next one?" That was the hype news for people who are in that DC. Well, it was before the MCU got sure. big. That was like the next movie. Like if you ask people, like, "What's the next movie you want to see?" Be like, "I want to see Dark Knight." Like that shit was coming up, and it even happened going into the third one. And the third one wasn't as great. I guess what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> is hype relevant? Because I, think it I shows, don't think it is. I think it's relevant to just showing how much people actually like something. But what I'm, but like when get, you watch a TV but that's show, my, that's my next point, though. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is if hype was relevant, then that would mean, based off of your argument, it's fallen off. Nobody gives a fuck when the next one comes out. Nobody's going to give a fuck when the next one comes out because the hype has fallen that's off. That's what I said. But what, I, I know that's what I said. You said yeah. what I'm. Well, I'm reiterating what you said. What I'm saying is I don't think the hype is relevant at all in most cases because what if, and I can't tell because I can't, I don't have a globe in front of me, what if this one is announced, the trailer comes out, and everybody's fucking hyped again, and then everybody loves the movie There will be a bounce back of hype. But what if it's the the same? What if the numbers are the same? It makes the same amount of money because this movie made a lot of money. That's fine. The ratings are the same. I think it could be dog trash. It'll make this much money. So then what I'm saying is the hype is irrelevant then. The, it doesn't new, fucking matter. New hype. All I'm <laughs> saying is I think movies that have proven out to be actually good movies, sure. people wanted the next one to come and were vocal about I it. I don't disagree with that. And I'm saying that hasn't happened here because I don't think this was actually a good movie. But I don't think that, it, I don't I think, think that that's going to be representative of whether or not the next one succeeds or not. No, it's, I never said it would be. I, all I said was that is a way to tell that this movie actually wasn't that good. Yeah, was but that what nobody if the next like, one comes out and it's rated exactly the same and people love it? That doesn't To matter. me, that tells me that the first one was just as good. No, it doesn't. It, to me, it tells me people love Batman shit. Okay. Like, you can just put a Batman movie out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not true. Wonder Woman, people love Wonder Woman. The second one was not good. And a lot of people came out and said that. It still made a shit ton of money because people wanted to go see Wonder Woman. <laughs> I don't know that a, people, a lot of people A love. lot of people did not like that second Batman sequel. Is, Batman is not... When Batman and Spider-Man are on a tier of comic book herodom that other shit's not on. It's on a outside of the MCU. Sure, there are crazy Spider-Man fans. Like, <laughs> sure, outside of the movies, there are crazy Batman. Oh yeah, fans. oh yeah, for sure. I know people who know nothing about comic books, but they have all kinds of Batman shit. Same thing with Spider-Man. Those two characters, I think you can just go. Here's a fucking thing, and you get millions of dollars. But I don't think many people liked the third Spider-Man movie. No, right. But the next one still got millions of dollars. Sure, but again, I'm not. Again, I'm talking about ratings, and I'm talking about how people think of the movie itself. Because we're we're just talking about goodness. We're not talking about how yeah, much but, money. I a mean, movie and made. as you look back, 
a lot of people have even recanted on that. A lot of people go back to liking it now. I, I don't get it. Because I, I still think it's terrible. But I, I think you're making, you're making contrary in arguments. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm like, I've talked I'm, to people recently, and they go back and be like, I kind of actually like that one. All I'm, like, I'm saying is that if the second sequel comes, and it's just as popular as the first one, in my brain that tells me those movies are good. Yeah, to me it's just, I think things You just be, don't like it. No, Which is fine. No, it's not that. It's, it's not about liking or disliking a movie. Like, I can dislike a movie fully and still know it's a good movie. But again, knowing a but I'm just goodness looking at, I'm is, just looking is at this your movie. relative term to what something no, is good. No, I've, I've explained to you how I judge movies before. Like, I understand do that. Do you tell the story that you told me you were going to tell? I understand that. You told me you were going to tell me the story of Batman learning in this first year. And you didn't fucking do that. But if Roger Ebert so, or, that's not a good movie. or Siskel Ebert or whoever the yeah. fuck those people are, if they came out and they were like, you're wrong because it did this. You you would still think it was not a good movie. Uh, they mostly are on my side. That's I'm not. That's not my. That's not my point. I'm just saying if a if a major critic came out and said this is why you're wrong, and I'll put it on. That's paper. what I've been asking people to do. That's but what I, I've been asking. Most critics. don't give a fuck about that. But like, that's what I'm I want not, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the movie. Well, I'm not even saying argue. I'm just saying like, what about it's good? Besides, right. like, there's no action. Okay, so what about it's good? Like the love story. Okay. There's really no love story. So, like, what about it's good? Like, the detec- there's really no detective work in it. Sure. So, like, what about it's good? Like, that's just all I'm just curious about. Like, what did I miss? For, like, the big thing I think that you're missing is I'm going, like, everyone fucking loves this movie. And I'm just wondering, like, what did I not watch that they watched? <laughs> because all I saw was, like, just random shit thrown in with a guy in a Batman costume. And then it gets to a point at the end where they're like, oh, fuck, nothing happened in this movie. Let's blow up some shit. And throw in this random like water thing that happened with like the dams flooding, that was not in any way, shape, or form part of this movie. You can, I would put every cent in my bank account saying that they had a viewing of this movie. It came back with very negative reviews, and they put that whole second or that whole fourth act in this film because it doesn't even fit anywhere in the movie. So out of five, Robert Ebert gave it a four. Yeah, I'm not shocked that like. But again, what, what does he say? Which that's makes good? me think that he thought it was a good movie. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not like, like that's what I'm saying. So the. It, it, but what does he say? My, again, my, I just want to hear. If he says it's something, fucking. If he says something that I it's missed, like twelve pages long, bro. You want me to really? If he says something that I missed, <laughs> I'm just saying. I want to hear it. My whole argument is goodness is relative to the person who's watching the movie. I'm just saying you're not going to be able to convince somebody. I'm saying historically, and they have like entire degrees based around it. Sure, I of think they do. that at the end of like when you view a movie over time, I think you can actually pick out certain characteristics of movies that make them very good now i don't think that always means i have it right well, there's like a formula I don't think you think that well there's like a formula that you can use but i think there's a formula you can look at and go like statistically speaking i'm probably going to be on the right side of this thing 20 years from now now even the great roger Deeb, i'm not saying he, he's i'm not saying i'm on the right side but he has been on the wrong side of like sure. every critic has of, of movies that have proven themselves out a thousand percent and this batman may do that and if it does, if we're still doing the podcast in 40 years, I'll say it. <laughs> I just hate that But term. as far as now, it's like, I, I hate that term. I can't find a, a part where I think it's good. I hate that term in a general blanket of, not just when you, and I don't mean it just when you say it. I just mean in general. When somebody says that was good, because that's good to you. 
It may not have been good to me. It may not have touched every point that you wanted it to touch based off of what you think a good movie represents or a book represents, but that's different for me. And that's, that's my point, is you can't do that with things that are, are like this, that are judged differently by every single person who watches them. But, I mean, that's just everything in, in human history. Sure. I don't but I think disagree with that. You have to so, or we don't have a show. And that's my point. But yeah. that's my point, right? So almost 90% of the people who watch this enjoyed the movie. So they or, think it's a good movie. 70% of them did and 20% of them just like Batman shit. You, I don't, who knows? You're making the assumption. I'm just saying that's what I think is <laughs> okay, happening. Okay, but what I'm saying is... I'm not I, saying it's a positive. That's I what's see happening. almost 90% and I go, okay, it's probably a pretty good movie. So do I. I typically watch movies like that. <laughs> and I usually like them. I mean, it says 90%. I would say 80% of the time, I think those are 90% movies. <laughs> This movie is 90% and like I would rather drink dog water than watch it again. <laughs> Which is fine. That just means that you didn't enjoy it and you didn't think it was a good movie. Beyond but didn't enjoy it. that doesn't mean it was a good or not a good movie. It, it just bad. means you didn't think it was. I mean, so we'll take it out of the perspective of like uh, opinions. S- somehow we're at some point we're going to make our way back to the long Halloween we'll take it out of a promise. We'll take it out of opinion based. <laughs> if you are an actual Batman fan and you like this movie, I want to know why. We'll just take it out of opinion-based. Like, at what point did they convey a Batman that you've ever loved in the comics in this movie? That I want to see. Because I am a Batman. I have a shit ton of Batman comic books. I have read them all. And at no point have I ever seen Batman knock on a criminal's door. (laughs) So... Right then and there, you can make a fantastic movie, and I'm still thinking about, why the fuck did he do that? (laughs) Like... Why the fuck does he give the, like, cholos, what the fuck you doing to the guy who got his ass kicked? Like, why does he, like, stunt on him to make him jump back? That is not Batman. Like this Batman. Jumping back to the long Halloween, that's Batman. Like, everything that the animated character did made me love the character. I was like, this is a dude who's just trying to try. Like, he knows that he's not making the kind of difference that... Gotham probably deserves that he could, but he's he's trying to do better every night, and he gives a shit. And this is why he gives a shit. And these bad guys, like he, he calls Dent his friend after way after the fact he's, he's murdered. He's a bad guy. Like, oh yeah, like it's just on a different level of story. So again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Do you think aside, and we're counting all of the hokey ones that have existed. I think some. Of, I think one of those got good. That ratings. the animated versions of the Batman are always going to be better than what you're seeing on the screen. I won't say always for sure because there are bad ones. Of course, but like I mean, Ninja for the majority. Is... I mean, I, I think maybe Batman is better portrayed in a cartoon than he is in real life. I don't know that's true because I do. Like I said, I do love the Nolan movies. The, uh, the, but those are three of like but twenty I love, that exist. I love the first. I don't think there's twenty. There's there's the first, lot. there's the old 70s one, 70s one, and there then there's the four. Batman that came out in 43, Batman and Robin came out in 49. Okay, I'm saying like, the, I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm basing the ones on our lifetime. <laughs> I'm kind of basing the ones in our lifetime. <laughs> so you got the, like the four big, and I'm basing like the big movies. Again, I know, but that, I'm, I'm taking every animated Batman that's ever existed and every animated live action Batman or every live action Batman that's ever existed. I, I think there like are Batman more. Batman is much better animated than he is on screen. I just feel like it's pretty even. Like, cause I, when he was the hokey character, that was just a, that's almost just such a different Batman than anybody's reading today. That's a golden age Batman. 
that's almost a different character. I just feel like if I went to, and I'm not, I like Batman, but I'm not like like in love with Batman. I feel like if I went to a Batman fan, a super fan, and I was like, name me three or four animated Batmans that you really like. He could probably do it. But if I went to that same dude and I was like, hey, what do you think of anything other than the Nolan trilogy? He'd be like, eh, I don't know, We should man. try it if we go to John Shop <laughs> next week because I, I think most people are just in love with the Hamill Joker. And they're in love with Batman Adventures. I've heard nothing but great things about the Hamill Joker. Because he's amazing. Yeah, I've heard nothing. Like, I haven't watched any of it, but I've heard nothing but great And things. Batman Adventures is probably the best thing Batman ever. So it's like, if you just want to know what's the best thing ever, like I think it is an animated series. But the first two movies of the big movies, I think are very good. They're very Batman-like. And then you got really hokey again, for some reason. <laughs> and then the Nolan trilogy is really good. But out of like... Out of seven movies right there, that's like five that are pretty sure. good. But again, you're you're limiting yourself because you want it to be based off of a parameter that you want to say. Well, no, I'm basing it off the character of Batman that I would say 90% of people know of today. I don't yeah. think many people are – but yeah, that golden era of Batman's not a well-known Batman sure. today. Like I, that's not going to translate because people don't look at Batman and go, that's Batman. That's like a totally different character. It's almost like the first Superman. It's like, well, it's not. It is. Like, that's not Superman today. So it's it's the same thing with even, like, the first iteration of, like, Namor. Like, if you put the Namor of the Golden Age in TV, he's not getting popular. Like, <laughs> he's beating up Nazis and, like, doing weird shit. Like, it's not the same. It's almost not the same character sure. is all I'm saying. Sure. So of the big movies, like, I think they've been pretty good. But So Batman 89, which is the first of the big movies, was rated lower than the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, bat, uh, no, the new one is rated like off the charts. I'm not saying it's not. Well, we 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 started this conversation with where they were rated critically. Each of yeah, them. Yeah, but you. I mean, I'm just going based on you saying like the animated ones are just. I think more people could name the real life ones than animated ones. I think you got to kind of be a nerd to be into the animated. Batman stuff. Returns was rated 81 and 73 percent. So again, lower. I, I I think aside from the Nolan trilogy, this new Batman is probably the closest thing to being the most popular Batman. Yeah, I never disagree with that. I was saying we were talking about you talking about the animated versions being more now, popular. At the end, I was, but I was like, I really think the animated ones have a pretty small viewership. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people watching them. The people who know about them, I think they love them, but I don't think it's nearly the same amount of well, people. Well, you had just mentioned Batman fans. Like, like well, yeah, a, yeah. when I say a Batman, when I think of a Spider-Man fan, I think that fan knows about everything Spider-Man. If we're just talking about the general public, of course, they're probably going to be more leaning towards the movie Batman. I would hope they know about see. everything, but like, I haven't even seen all those fucking well, But I mean, I, you know what I there mean. There were more than we knew there were. <laughs> the 42 or some shit like that. <laughs> the Long Halloween Part 2 has been great. <laughs> It was. It was really good. I don't disagree. Better than the Batman. Here's the thing. I I think that both of these movies are really good. I think they do a great job of portraying Batman and its villains. The second one, I think, got a little hokey when it came to putting as many villains on the screen as possible. I'll say maybe did. I, in my opinion, it did. And but it's still told. I I think Harvey is fucking crazy compelling. Um, I they think, even do Batman's origin story in a completely unique it way. It was so confusing to me when I first saw it. it. Is, but it's completely unique. <laughs> it was different. For a character's background story that's probably been told more than any other background story <laughs> that we don't need to see again when you make a Batman movie, the way that they did it in this movie was perfect. 
Like the fact that like it broke, like that it was a scarecrow hallucinogen, hallucinogen movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was scared that we didn't know if it was happening to him or happening in real time, right? Like, or if it was a flashback. Like it was just, I don't know. It was. It I was feel good. like everything they did was with that level of like insight. It was really good to me, and just made it insane. And the twist at the end, I see what the guy says about it. Like when he was holiday shooting people, he looked bigger. Definitely. Than the woman. But right. maybe she was wearing a big jacket or so, some shit. So let's get there because yeah. you just skipped on her So oh. Harvey Dent's wife ends up being revealed to yes. be Holiday. Um, and Harvey Dent is essentially trying to protect her. Yes. And so she doesn't get outed. Now, so, that element, I got to read the comics again because I don't remember in the comics. I don't remember Batman being with her at the end. I just remember it kind of like explaining or giving you the, that she's the bad guy while she's burning the stuff and that you get you figure it out. But like right. Batman doesn't figure it out. Uh, but I could be totally wrong with it. It's been long enough that like maybe I'm just not remembering that in the comics. Right, right. Um, so now I want to read it again. I, I like that. I've always liked that Batman has been like a pursuer of justice, but like flawed and fair kind of seeming all at the same time him letting her go because she was because of everything she went through like her and alberto had fallen in love she was going to have his baby it seemed like they the mob family falcone uh made her abort the baby they ripped it out of her like it seems like he was like okay like you killed a lot of people but like your life was pretty fucked up so you tell me it ends now and you're, and I'm not going to do anything. But also, like the Falcone family is just corrupt, right? So in a in a weird way, like it is making the city better. Like it is actually a form of justice. Right. And so, like I I feel like I I feel like you're exactly right. I feel like at the end, he Batman as a character is like this isn't how I would do it, but there is a level of justice that happened here, and I'm okay with just walking away as long as it ends here, where you don't get that with like other superheroes. Right. And I don't yeah, think Superman, they... I think, would have just hauled her ass in. Absolutely. <laughs> Superman would have given no shits. Yeah. He would have been like, I'm to jail with you. Um, and so would every other superhero. Right. For the most. There's very few. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very few. But honestly, you never really see that side of Batman much in any of the other movies either. Um, it's a side of Batman. I feel like they show a side of Batman in this cartoon movie that you don't see in any of the other movies to where the well-being of Gotham goes beyond the average citizen. It goes beyond the city. It's all the way down to the bad guys of like their well-being is important to Batman as well. And if he can figure out a way for them to coexist, that's what he's doing. Like every character is a human being in this movie. And I think that is what made this movie feel different to me. He seems like, even in the movies, he seems like <clears throat> he's one superhero who is so attached and ingrained to everything that happens in his yeah. town, in Gotham. Like, you get some of the same things from Spider-Man, <clears throat> but it's, it's, it's not so deep. Like, you feel like he's a kid. when something happens to Gotham... Batman can feel it, you know what I mean? And and you don't get that from as Superman takes care of his home, like he takes care of Metropolis, but it's never to the like gritty feeling down deep in his soul that I feel like Batman has for Gotham because I feel like he he knows Gotham is an awful 
terrible fucking place to live. And I feel like he thinks he can change it one person at a time, but by, by remaining as human as he can possibly be. Yeah. And God, I'm trying to find it because I can't remember the issue. I'll get the issue and we'll maybe post in the notes at some point. But there is a Batman comic that literally just follows Bruce Wayne around every day. And you see all the stuff that he does for the city and that Batman does for the city. And like, it's a super cool vibe for Batman that I've never really seen in movie form. And even though this is animated form, I feel like they accomplished that here where they're like, this character is a part of making this city better all the time for everyone, not just right. for, and that's why he's not out there axing the Joker and like <laughs> murdering people. Cause he's trying to help everybody. Right. Like, I mean, he probably shouldn't leave Solomon Grundy wandering around <laughs> as we see later on. But even Solomon, like I feel like he is easily manipulated, but for the most part, like he's just hanging out in his sewer. Like he's, yeah. you don't really see him attacking people for no fucking reason. You no, know, <laughs> two face goes and gets him. <laughs> But at that point, it's probably been like, ah, I probably shouldn't have left like a <laughs> tank in the basement with the keys in it. But he's looking out for Solomon Grundy, too. Right, right, right. So that's like, I don't know. It's good. It's good. I just, yeah, I can't, I just can't think of a better. And like, I even like this, I know, puts me aside, but like, I don't know if the Dark Knight trilogy is better. Like, realistically, when I think about the movie that I saw at the end of it, like by the end of it, I was like, this movie had everything I liked in Batman. Everything. So this second part is a hundred percent critic score, and it's an eighty-two percent audience score. So it fell off five points from the first one. Which is, um, I still think it's insane that it got. Even though I don't value critic scores that much, <laughs> I think it's insane that it got back-to-back hundreds. And like I said, for me, it's a it's a it's a bleed of where do people what do people say and what do the critics say. Um, if the critics gave it a five percent, I'm probably going to watch it no matter what. I don't really care, and then I'll wheelhouse. decide yes. my own. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. If I was going to watch it, no review, whether it's from critics or people, is going to stop me from watching it. But yeah, yeah. It, for me, the the real answer is somewhere in the middle, generally. And so it, it is. I agree. You don't see very many hundred percents, even on the critic side. No, that's what and I'm saying. So it's it is rare because I feel like. I feel like the whether I'm right or wrong, I feel like the Marvel Batman whatever thing gives them like a little bit of a bump on fan side. I don't know how much I'm. I really know how much it is. Like maybe it's two percent. I don't know, but I feel like there's just like a, a percent that you get out of brand recognition. Right. You will say, but I also feel like critics typically are usually going fighting against that. It seems like when there's like the huge this is just going to be huge because it's huge. I feel like that's when critics seem to attack the most. <laughs> um, and so like, I wouldn't have been popular. Yeah. I wouldn't have been shocked at all to see critics like shoot this down as opposed to be a hundred percent. So it feels like it should have had a critic like, negative negative <laughs> being a bat, a cartoon Batman movie. Like I feel like a lot of critics would go into that just going like, it's going to be a cartoon. Like, it was pretty good. Whatever. It's a cartoon. And the cool thing is that a lot of these cartoons, you, they're like, as a, when you say cartoon Batman, like most people are going to think, ah, my five-year-old's going to watch that or my 10-year-old's going to watch it, which my, my six and nine-year-old do. But like, well, there's you, a murder. Like a, lo- a lot of, yeah. A lot of the time you don't think like a, a cartoon can be as sophisticated or as deep as something you get on the screen, which to me makes no sense. Like why, I don't know why you, why you would think that, but it was just as compelling as any other Batman movie that I've watched. It's it's really good. The like I said, the only thing that I that I it carried over into the second fucking movie was the audio thing. It was just a weird thing for me. But it 
definitely seems like a choice that they made. It was not an accident. I couldn't have been an accident, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a good movie. It was. I'm probably in that same 85 range. You know, I, I think it's really good. Yeah, I'm still in the high 90s. I think or mid 90s. I think I ended up liking the second one even more than the first one. So we gave it a 90. It's pretty damn good. I would definitely go watch it. If you like Batman or comic booky shit yeah, at all, I think you should. Or watch even just it. movies, I think yeah. you like this movie. It's on HBO Max and other places. DCU animated movies are. So we only draw. It only dropped off two points. We gave it a ninety. We gave part one a ninety-two. So there's not a huge differentiation between the two. <clears throat> we ranted a lot about Batman in general. <laughs> So I like Batman. I feel like sometimes he can be overplayed. Just like when I when I hear like they're gonna restart making a Spider Man movie, I'm like, oh why? <laughs> like it's just like, uh. but uh, Marvel hasn't done that yet. It's been a continuation, so I've really really enjoyed it. Hopefully, when Tom Holland leaves, it won't be a new Spider Man. It'll just be Spider Man, whatever the fuck. Well, I don't know? get is like Spider Man's the one character that there's eighty thousand of them. So I don't understand why they ever did that. It's like, why not just do Scarlet Spider now? Like, why not just do, you know, continue? Let's fuck old Spider-Man. Miles Morales will go forward with And Miles Morales is crazy popular. Like, he's a, another popular Spider-Man. Arguably, I think he may be more popular than Peter Parker to the average fan today. Right now. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree so with like, you. I think if you go around asking people who Spider-Man is, I think you might get a slight lean towards Miles Morales than Peter Parker. At least you'll get that person who's like, huh, that's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there'll be some number of those as well, but but I just meant like your average like fifteen year old kid or something like they're probably like pretty sold on Miles Morales. Yeah, I don't know, man. Tom Holland has done a great job of making Peter Parker come to life. Yeah, I mean it's true. But I feel like it's been he's been a little he's been off the TV for a little bit now. He yeah yeah he has been not not for too long, but he has been. But it's the same thing when it comes to anything. I don't want to see Superman's fucking homeworld explode and how he came to Earth. I don't want to see how Batman's fucking parents died. Those characters are so monumental. We don't need to see it anymore. Like, just move on with your life. Let's just move on to like he was 10 years into they his don't have life. If they're big and they're popular, they don't have parents. Let's move on. <laughs> but we gave part two a 90. Um, we both agree that it's probably at least at this point in time, maybe in the last 10 years, because I think the Nolan trilogy came out a long time ago, um, or longer than nine, 10 years ago. This is probably the best Batman thing that's come out since that point. This is what I've seen. So. evidently 30 more animated movies I haven't seen. <laughs> I still like the Batman, but I, I really enjoyed this animated version and my kids really liked it. Every time somebody said shit or fuck, they laughed and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> There's straight murder in this movie, though. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it is. A, if it's something you don't straight show your murder. kids, you might not want to. Yeah, if yeah, no, you it, have to use it. It's an it's an adult animated movie. It's for adults for sure. There's no booblies or anything, but <laughs> no. there's, there's murder. It's pretty close to to booblies, though. I mean, Poison Ivy is pretty scantily clad. <laughs> so. Those are pretty much boobies covered with leaves. Ninety <laughs> percent. Go check it out. We we liked both of these movies. Um, uh, Totlb.com. Like I said earlier, I'm sure we were making the calendar today, so hopefully you'll check that out. Uh, Let's do check it. out everything we're doing on YouTube on our Patreon account. Um, we got sketches going out to people. We make uh, AC and Me uh, comes out once or twice every week. Um, and there's always cool things coming out. So I'm giving away. 
I have to pick a winner for the books and mm-hmm. the movies today, and then I'm going to make a video for the grand prize tomorrow, which would be the most expansive J.R. Tolkien giveaway that I've seen in a long time. So, That's right, bitches. Um, go check it out, TOTOB.com. We dare you to find a more expansive one. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Later, motherfuckers. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!